Let the darkness turn to grey and allow this grey to slowly yield to familiar forms. Breathe in and let the scene begin to take form. And breathing out now, release the last traces of darkness and let the realization in this moment hold you. Allow yourself to acknowledge that this is one of your coming to moments. And so, find yourself in this moment with many stilts strapped to your hands and feet, clambering over banquet tables laden with food. Observe the tables. They are arranged in two long, neat rows, set down inside a tunnel-like army mess tent. And looking down at your limbs now, observe your careful tread as you negotiate a route over the tables. Stepping the points of your stilts between the serving dishes and plates. And taking the spectacle of the spread laid out across these tables. It's a real feast. Whole roasted honey glazed quails arranged like petals on silver platters. Piles of baked pears stuffed with sweetmeats. Woven pastry lattices teeming with creamed pumpkin filling. Meticulously iced fruit cakes topped with glacé cherries. Plates of golden schnitzel with noodles. And piles of crisp apple strudels. With each step, Take care not to disrupt the feast. Try not to knock the points of your stilts against the fine bone china. And don't scuff or nick the pristine white cotton tablecloth. Take some time to pause, to survey the tent for personnel. As you do, observe that, for now at least, it's empty, as far as you can tell, in the gloom of the tent, where the only light is from the chandeliers above the banqueting tables. And the only sound is the faint creaking of the wooden poles 
and the occasional ripple of canvas from the blustery night outside. As you clamber over the feast, feel a foreboding sense of trepidation, a cold and whispering dread. Because you don't know when the army will return for their banquet. So now, let the realization sink in that you can't stay ambling around on the tabletop. You clearly need to get off the table. All the way off the table. But note the high-backed chairs pushed against the table's edges. Far too high to step over in these stilts. You're hemmed in on each side. But raising your head up now towards the tip of the tables, notice that there's a gap here just beyond the crystal decanters of Barbaresco. And so, carefully scuttle over to the head table. And as you approach the end of the tables, notice how the food has been disrupted, as if a mischief of rats has careered over the table in a panicked frenzy. The spaghetti has come off the plates, tagliatelle strewn over the tablecloth. Carbonara sauce is drying in spattered flecks. And as the food gets more unkempt, feel your footing grow clumsy and hurried until finally you flitter over the edge. Now feel yourself falling off the edge of the table and feel your stilted limbs inserting into the four-pin socket set into the ground. Feel the electricity surge through your body as you complete the circuit and the current wakes the CRT monitor and VCR secured in the rack unit that has toppled face down on the boot-beaten ground sheet. Here the muffled tones of stock military music crackle into play as the face on the screen, the face we can't see, face down on the ground sheet, the face of Major Stenson, continuing its breathing. Everything you could lose when it was all that you had. And 
everything, insofar as you have it to lose it, is already a loss. A loss of the immediate potential for gain. This is a lack that can, of course, be overcome through a disruptive event of primordial loss. And yet we... we will become that loss. We are the children swimming into the void. We are the teachers drifting back on our rafts. We are the nurses tending the bodies dried in time. We are the bones sinking to the seabed. And we are the sea that drowns volition and shores up the void. And now, come back into the room. Hear the recording end with a light pop. And let the hiss and fizz of virgin videotape gently simmer away under the blustering canvas as you feel the current drain from your body and allow yourself to be held here plugged into the socket fused into the ground sheet of the army banqueting tent and raising your head again now Notice the army-issued lap rat lapping from the puddle of melted ice pooling at the base of the ice sculpture occupying most of the western wing of the tent. The sculpture depicts a desert scene of six ostriches their bodies buried in the sand up to their necks and staring out with wide tearfully melting eyes as the growing pool starts to move towards you, muster your strength now and try, with fevered jerks, to unplug yourself from the floor, without success. And, meeting the rat's gaze, notice their twitching gesture that seems to say, come with me now. Allow yourself to drift into the beak of the rat and be carried along to the silver, velcroed flap in the tent. Pass now under the flap and into the cigar smog of the officer's quarters. And as the smoke subsides, observe a gathering of dogs in a moment of repose, free from all the trappings of their army life and jostling around a pool table. General Clutch, a bulldog with cigarette lolling in his mouth, is squinting down the queue as he sets up his shot. Brigadier Momo, a German shepherd, raises his beer aloft as he gazes on in anticipation. Next to him, Colonel Sandy, a cocker spaniel in bowler hat and red bow tie, cocks his head in intrigue as Second Lieutenant Stubbles, a myopic basset hound, pants asthmatically before him, drooling onto the chalk-dusted cushion. Hovering above the corner pocket and holding the second cue is Major Fudge, a Welsh corgi in blue pinstripe waistcoat 
cigar proudly protruding from under his nose as he waits to take his shot. And to his left is Captain Lucky, a Great Dane in a green sun visor, smoking a billiard pipe and clutching a wad of ten-dollar bills. Lucky clearly has stakes in this game. Just look at all that lovely money the dog holds in his paws. Feel that familiar urge to engage in competitive pool matches with military canines. But accept that, with your small rodential appendages, to even hold on to the pool cue, let alone propel it towards the cue ball, would be a futile undertaking. Feel yourself taking stock of the situation and let your urges dissipate. Waft them under the table and allow yourself to be carried back through the flap to reclaim your stilted body, recharging in the mess hall.